gonna start an intro and then everybody has to say something. Okay. Funny. I'll go last. Okay. Oh, were you recording? Yep. Oh, sweet. Um, coming to you on this very fine spring evening in the hot tub on Darug and Gundungara land. Um, we are pleased to um, be talking about something that's really fucking important and hopefully everybody gets something out of it. Um, I'm Tara. I will be amazing. <laughs> I'm vegan and I'll kind of like poorly paraphrase other people's information. And try not to make Jarrah cry. Yeah. No. No guarantees. <laughs> I'm Andrew and I'm going to sit back and enjoy the ride. Should be fun. I'm Jarrah and I'm the, I'm the one who had to prepare something this week. So, uh, yeah. I chose values, human values. So, um, oh, I researched rat values. <laughs> the values of a rat. <laughs> oh, I saw Rat Boy today. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, you got a rat dog, Rat awesome. Boy. He was in like a different getup as well, and he was strutting. Fucking nice. Oh, he, oh, he struts. He's got the best strut of anyone. You have to say our podcast name. Oh yeah. This is what would you know? No, what I, would we know? What would we know? <laughs> what would you know? What would I know? I don't know. Obviously, what would we, we don't know, know shit. <laughs> obviously, this is what would we know? I'm Jara, and I've chosen values this week. Firstly, I got a bunch of information from the World Wide Web. I got most reliable. Of it. Yeah, so reliable. www. What would we know? I got most of my information from MindTools.com and myonlinetherapy.com plus a lot of our own thoughts and feelings on stuff will come out in this episode i also got some cool ideas from reading an article from mark manson cool markmanson.net is that charles manson's brother <laughs> charlie manson. he wrote a book he had guy. some he ideas he, wrote a book. Values, he, he did have some values not giving a fuck yeah the yes. subtle art of not giving a fuck this guy's book i haven't read it but after reading a couple of these articles and stuff it kind of sounds cool it but doesn't I mean know. i will read it no but yeah I don't yeah know so anyway it'll get you you could your, ask your favorite tally-up. person about it he knows about him uh, i'm not gonna say his name favorite yeah hashtag favorite still bitter <laughs> So, the definitions. Let's go the most basic definition of values. They're a set of beliefs or opinions that influence how you live your life. They're ideas that are important to you personally, characterize who you are as an individual. Values play an important role in shaping how you respond to situations and set goals. Dun da da da. Set goals. What is that? <laughs> if you set goals, then you have to try to get there. Screw <clears throat> that. Jesus. <laughs> it's coming from the man who notoriously has said he has no goals. I have no goal in life. That's right. <laughs> I'm glad well, you're your doing value. the topic of yeah. value. You value your, your goal of... No goals. Of no goals. Not, Not giving, giving a, a fuck. fuck. The nonchalance. <laughs> that's right. You, oh, yeah. you live in it. Yeah. So there are, there's a bunch of different values. Um, 
just a very few are things like accountability, faith, exploration, balance, community, loyalty, equality, empathy, autonomy, creativity, which is a thing, <laughs> justice, power, and self-direction. The four R's of rat values are respect, recognition, reward, and relationships. Just a footnote, in my research, I did find that humans, apes, and rats are all species that uh, have empathy. Wow. They share a common value. Yeah. Apes, rats, human beings. Yeah. They that exhibit is, empathy. That is really cool. Is that because like, I was born in the year of the rat? Yeah, exactly. The double empathetic. And I'm empathetic. Double empathetic. Like double, triple double cancer. cancer. Rat. <laughs> rat. Oh, and didn't Capricorn say something about being really empathetic and stuff mm, as well? Mm, mm. Fuck. I'm fucked. Are mm. you just empathetic? Yep. That's a good thing. No, it's fucking exhausting. Oh. Why? I can't. Because of it society. Just channel the inner rat. Because, yeah, there's, in away. society, there's no value placed on empathy. Our society so, values. Societal people. values and personal values are two That's very different. different. Yes, I know. <gasps> and that it's definitely been, like, changed and mutated throughout time. I wonder how it has changed for society. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we just had all these stupid ideas of like helping each other because we were like living really communally and we needed each other. So stupid. And then we were like, what about this paper? What if we say that it has the most value of anything? Yeah. And we're like, yes, let's do that. And let's all live in separate houses yeah. away from all the family and community. Mm. Mm. Cool. That's cool yeah. stuff. Keep going. Sorry. I value that. Being yeah, away yeah. from people. Oh, yeah, I don't want to... Oh, <laughs> not living with family. Yeah. All autonomy and, like, individuality yeah, are important yeah, yeah. values as well. Yeah. But that that is, like, ethnocentric because there are places where they do live with their families. Yeah. And, it, and it's, like... And still feel it like they're autonomous people. Yeah. So it's just a diff... It's a different sort of culture. Different interp- mm. interpretation of different things, for sure. Can I please have a drink before you continue reading? Yes. Do you want the strong one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is, okay. an, is that all we brought out? Uh, I think I only brought out a couple of Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Oh, I only brought one. <laughs> <laughs> Good work, babe. And we don't no. <laughs> Okay. Uh, why is it important to have values? This is, a, this is a question that Megan asked me about a week ago. And I couldn't answer her and basically curled up in a ball on the floor. <laughs> because I was like, I don't know why. But I feel like they're important. You know, like, I've watched shows like, um, bloody... The Good Place. The Good Place. But there's the one with the guy who got his head chopped off. Game oh, nearly headless. Game Headless Nick. Game of Thrones. Like that guy <laughs> in the first season who got his head lopped off. Yeah. He's like full of honour and like oh, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to do the right thing. Sure, yeah. he got his head lopped off, but like yeah. respect, you know, man. He, he, he stuck by his values and he's like code of ethics or whatever. Okay. Like, oh, was that Ned Stark? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. He's the guy who cocked it first, yeah. That was a shock. Was yeah, a shock. I was talking with Max the other day about Game of Thrones and I was like, because like, he, he's reading this book where everybody keeps dying. And I'm like, no, but that's good because it's a shock and, like, it keeps you kind of reading. Because that's what happened with Game of Thrones. But then all of a sudden they're like, oh, these characters are too popular. We can't kill them off now. Yeah, Remember, right. like, when they all, like, the Red Wedding, all of the Oof. things was like, yeah. fucking hell. But I got sick of that. I was like, why am I putting my effort into this show if you're just going to kill the people off that I like? No, but I think, it's, I think it keeps it fucking interesting shock and value. surprising. And it's like... 
I don't know. Yeah. But I think you can only go with shock value so many times, and then you're like, well, okay. Yeah, now then, it's only characters I don't care about. But then but, I think that it, but I think it went too far the other way with Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Like, then they just di- didn't kill anybody. Anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they shocked you again when someone died <laughs> that you didn't think was going to. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, but then he was still alive. I don't know, I didn't finish it. No. I got Gar- over it. Garbage show. Yeah. Amazing or garbage, let your values decide. Uh, People talk about values, but we don't often stop to think what this means and why it matters. Values are things, concepts and ideas we consider to be good, important and valuable, <laughs> making our lives better. Our personal values can be things like honesty, friendship, success, reliability. In fact, while every person has values that they hold important, families and societies also can have group values. For example, some families and societies may value allegiance to the group, while others might value independence or individuality. The difference between those two things is whether they're a cult or not. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Values help us create the future that we want because knowing what you want out of life is the first step to getting it. Secret, use the secret. Dun, dun, dun. But values do so much more. They help you grow, develop as people. They motivate us, give us reason to get up in the morning. Not a lot of reason, but there's, there's, I get up. <laughs> I make coffee and get up. Very late every morning. Very, very late. Values help us live with direction and purpose. Whatever is going on in our lives, our values can show us a path forward and help us make better choices. Values are also intimately linked to our sense of self and they're essential for our mental health. They create feelings of happiness, satisfaction and fulfillment and help us develop healthy patterns of behavior. They also connect us to other people, whether individuals, groups or communities, and help us develop meaningful relationships with them. I'm going to just keep on talking. (laughs) Uh, I do have, I was like, just let me know what you need me to bring you down and ask my questions. Let let me have a crack for like another little bit and then fully bring us down. Okay. Okay. Fuck fuck the patriarchy. Mm. Well, I I wasn't going to do a patriarchy thing. I was thinking more along the lines of Capital? Ha, ha, no. Capitalism? Fuck capitalism. No, like, were values something that people like, all right, this is my way of life. This is how I want to live. I don't want to break this chain of how I live. So these, this is the structure that I have. And that's, that's how I want to live my life. And you've got to implement them wherever you can. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, like, um, friendship or whatever, if you go, friendship is one of my strong values, then you want to implement that in your life to make mm. sure you keep your strong yeah. friendships. If you feel a bit funny with a friend, you go, hey, you know, let's have a chat, and I just want to work through this so we can continue that yep. friend, because as, as, it helps you live your life comfortably in, and in line with your values. Mm. And unfortunately, some people don't listen to that feedback. Mm. No. Or like aren't open to changing. Yeah, some people crab walk away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not me. I mean, I crab walk away because talking doesn't help. I'm thinking mm. of learning how to moonwalk. I think it's time. Do you not know how to moonwalk? 
Don't we all know? I've done it before, but like the full on like looks like your feet aren't moving at all yeah, and okay. you're sliding across the floor. It'd be so sick. No, I reckon you should so do like walking on the moon, not moonwalking. <laughs> like, <laughs> mix it up a bit. Moonwalking's moon done and dusted. Hey, everybody. What you should do is <laughs> just, just be like. like <laughs> or just walk normally and be like the moonwalk. The, the moon landing was staged. The flag doesn't wave right. <laughs> Okay, living in line with our values has a direct impact on how we feel about ourselves. When we're aligned with our values, we tend to be happier. Say, say with friendship, when you're hanging with your friends, you're fucking happy. Yep. Uh, more confident and more fulfilled. Research shows that thinking about our values keeps our stress levels low <laughs> and helps us feel more content. Bullshit. I know. That's no, that is no. bullshit. No. no, because I reckon that is... There's like this... There's this stress on like, all right, well, what are my values? And it's like, you know, you've got to evaluate yourself, but you've got like, oh, so I'm not doing this and it's not in line with my values because that's just my way of life now. So how do I get to it? Do you know, like we were saying before, my value is not working. But can we all not work? No. We actually have to go to work every day. So you don't have time to fucking think about your values. We shouldn't have to, though. Yeah. Mm. We do have to, but we should not have to. Mm. Yeah, it's capitalism because it's like we've all put value, like all of yeah. our values have been supplanted by the value of money. Yeah. yeah. So this this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at. So yeah, not being aligned with your values, stress levels low. Uh, sorry, being in line with your values keeps your stress levels low and helps you feel more content. But when there's a mismatch, we tend to be less happy and more stressed. For example, if you've ever been in a situation where someone said or did something that you strongly disagreed with, but you didn't speak out, and you felt bad afterwards, <clears throat> and your behavior doesn't match your values, you experience a drop in self-esteem and sadness. Or you feel good about yourself because you're protecting yourself from whoever that person is, mm. and you just never speak to them again. Mm. But some, like because I've it had can that be. before. Yeah. Sorry. No, because you can be in situations, like if you're talking, like, speaking as a woman like if you're talking with a dude and they're like oh trans people they just need to make up their minds or like bisexual people are fucked but like he's fucking six foot four and like muscly as fuck there's no way i'm gonna that's not me absolutely one of my values is well you gotta keep yourself safe <laughs> myself. that's right and keep yeah. yourself safe is number one yeah. priorities yeah and also sometimes the person isn't worth the argument yeah mm. because you're like well i just will never speak to you again yeah it's basically the same situation that i was in on a train one day i was young mm. catching the train down leori or something and an older dude was like really screaming at his partner you know you fucking bitch this Fuck. and that, like going or standing over and that and like a few of us on the train were like looking at each other very uncomfortably like fuck do, do we stand up do we say hey man can you not do that you know, and you don't, you evaluate all this stuff because it is against my values to see a human being yeah. going through that. Yeah. And you go, fuck. And at that time, I did not say anything. And later, you feel bad. You go, fuck. Yeah. You know, that wasn't in line with my values as someone who, who you know, values respect and yeah. love and all this stuff. And just seeing seeing that disrespect to another human being made me, and not, not doing it, not having the fucking balls to stand up or whatever you want to call it brought me down 
later on that night. I was like, you mm. know, that's a bit of a shit thing. I should have stood up, even though I would have been definitely putting myself in danger. Yeah. And that, I, that similar situation. I don't think I did that, that I found once that. on Parents train station. Yeah. I came back from a Christmas party and it was just me and dad. And this huge guy was like bombarding this chick and she was only really young. And her partner or just the guy she was with was really young too. And I was like, I was shit based. But I went up as like, dude, I don't think she's enjoying this. And he's like, how about I throw you on the fucking tracks? Mm. And I was like, we don't have to go like that. Can you just listen to how she's talking? But at the same time, I was crapping my pants. Yeah. You know, but... But you would have uh, felt uh, good after that. I felt good. As scary as it would have been. I felt good because he did end up stopping. Yeah. But I think I deviated the conversation from her back to me. Yeah. And he kept looking and I was like, this train better hurry up. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, being drunk probably shouldn't have, but maybe I did protect her. Yeah. So you can feel good but also you can you can be fearful as well yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. do you think it had something to do with your dad being there as well I wonder if there's like this I, wanting, maybe wanting to like impress him or like for him to be proud but also I'm not sure that your your dad has the same values as you so he might even ignore something like that and so it's kind of like showing him Hey, this is yeah, yeah. Things things can be different. Yeah. You don't have to be treating people. Else. Yeah. Not that he treats people like no, that. No, no, no. Like, I'm not sure. Yeah. He, I'm sure he he just comes from a time. I don't know. He's oh, just yeah. a, He's two days older than God. Yeah, he's like just an old man, and we'll just make excuses for him until he dies, basically. Cool. So I've just got one more thing that I wrote, which is just an statement which I was obviously just thinking about one night and it just says society... This is after you got up off the floor. Yeah. <laughs> society has developed a skew to skew or corrupt the values it started with. Possibly it started with the same individual values that the individual would hold close these days um, but it skewed it or corrupted it. Similar to all of those movies with like an AI or something that's interpreting the rules of like the Life. the AI system and it's like gone crazy and it's like the human beings can't even look after themselves we have to take over you know so yeah. it, it's hard to uh, determine what the values would have been when we first started yeah I think they probably all would be the same I th when I think about values I think I think a few things but I think about how you have to have a certain level of privilege to even think about any sort of values because you're not like just I don't know like like some some people's values might be that they want their kids to be raised by them instead of by daycare then they can't actually afford to live unless they're working fucking 12 hour shifts mm -hmm. or whatever so it's like that's against their values but they actually don't have any choice it's kind of just survival more than anything yeah I think that the values are sort of before that <clears throat> yeah um they, they help determine those decisions. But I think it's more, yeah, like... Yeah, but I, what I'm saying is I, I think that some people don't have that decision. Mm. They don't get the chance they to don't have get, that decision. They, they, yeah. They're not able to actually have the decision in order to no. do that. For mm. whatever reason. I guess their value is there, but they're not in a 
eligible situation to mm. fulfill the act. But yeah. also to be like a little bit of a contrarian. Here we go. I think that like to assume that people who are in a different socioeconomic uh, situation don't have values is to be pretty mm. um, judgmental mm. and a little bit white savior-ish because yeah. it's, it's like, well, our values only based on time this mm-hmm. is what I was, like, mm-hmm. saying to Jared, like, basically what are values anyway? Uh, because you, that's definition that you gave, that's one. But I think there are other, and, like, we've kind of talked about, like, money has value, which mm. doesn't reflect a lot of personal people's values. Also, like, the criminal justice system is m- meant to kind of, like, hypothetically, you would think would be in line with, like, morals and values. It's definitely not. So, like, it's strange then when we're living in a society where the values are so different from personal values. But, yeah, I think, like, yeah, it's just difficult when, like, it's, like, I think it's one of those, like, philosophical thoughts, really, of, Mm -hmm. like, well, what even is a value? And what is, like, morality? And, and, like, it's something we've been thinking about forever. Yeah. And, like, so many philosophers that are, like, kind of the... The basis of stuff like Socrates, Descartes, like they both kind of like came to basically, well, at the end of the day, you have your kind of like moral compass because you have a soul and you want it to like continue to either like be perpetuated into the wor- a better world or to like, you know, go into like the good afterlife. But obviously there's secular morality, but what is it? Why does it exist? And, like, do we all have a same idea of morality? Obviously not. Right. Like, and it's just very interesting to think about. So do you reckon, like, religion influences your values as well? Because you're in a community. Yeah, but so, I think so. But also in different ways for different people. Like, yeah. it's, it's yeah. why you can meet, you know, some Christians who are really progressive and some that, like tease you because you're autistic yeah <laughs> like yeah. you know what i mean like it's like sorry that wasn't christians they were catholics yeah not that i know the fucking difference Mm-mm-mm. yeah and it's also like an interesting thing of like when religion was sort of like um not only like a spiritual thing but also a societal structure like uh in some of the rules in the old testament like don't eat pig mm-hmm. and don't eat shellfish like those are um they're like given morality but they're also um because it's healthier like pigs have lots of parasites that they can pass to humans same with shellfish so they're like more difficult meats to prepare so Mm. it's like it was like instead of like having this like law or like health system it was like well we'll write that into morality as well forms aren't that difficult to prepare you Boil them, you yeah. suck them, you suck them. Yeah, but like oysters. Suck and, them straight in your mouth. Yeah, like mussels and oysters, like they can be in really bad water. And then My brain, went, really when you big. were like talking about pork, my brain was like, she's going to say something about how delicious it is. <laughs> <laughs> and how the high like fat content in pigs makes them mm. really good to eat. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I think that like, um, this is just my opinion is that religious belief was basically societal belief. We're still only really young as a growing society. And so throughout Western time, we're still bringing down, and it's basically 
I think it's less so the don't eat pork and don't eat shellfish, and it's more the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not covet the neighbor's wife. Things mm. like that are more the things that become values because it's don't kill someone. That's a pretty good value. Don't steal cutlery from the cafe. That's a pretty good yeah. value. But these yeah, these, but no, but do you is... think they're values or those are laws? Yeah. And then well, they, this, they is where, this is where yeah. I'm talking about, like, like how it was, un- like... Unwritten area. laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where well, I was, no, like, talking... I'm pretty sure it's a law that you're not allowed well, to kill people. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Good point. No, I was thinking about the stealing cutlery. Yeah, but, yeah. 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 No, I'm pretty sure that's a law as well. Like, yeah. you know, the steal... It's like shoplifting, right? I, yeah. Nobody ever would yeah. do that. No. Like, never. Yeah. Never. No. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, that's what like our law system was meant to sort of be was like, you know, as a society, these are our values, which was like originally sort of taken over by like the spiritual, like whatever, not just Christianity. Obviously there's lots of different religions and Mm -hmm. ways of thinking, but that used to be kind of the way that we like as a society said, this is our values as a society. And then now like what, what supplanted that is like our law systems are based on like at least like the Western here and the US is like, okay, how can you find a loophole? And then also, are you of color? Because if so, you're guilty. And like, and so it's, it's not. Well, isn't reflective. the problem, isn't the problem that not everybody made the laws. So, so they're not everybody's values, right? So, so it was only a certain group of people mm. that actually made the law, made that, whatever that fucking thing's called in America, the constitution. No, yeah. We have a constitution too, don't we? Yeah. Um, like, yeah. and, it, and that and was just a group of white dudes, well, like yeah. sitting sitting around a table. Yeah. But that's, so that's like, what I was reading in Sapiens with Nash. Yeah. Right. So when we came from um, foragers and progressed into communities, then we got into agriculture and all these sorts of things and farming, and then there was democracies. Democ- is that the word? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, then there became structure. So when there was structure, there was hierarchies and they said what goes. Mm. So they were basically the driving forces, and this is just my thought of it, that they were the driving forces behind values because they said you need to do this to keep the community going. Mm. This is your place. And... You know, these are the things that are allowed in our community. So they became everybody's values. So we can't, we can't steal. We can't kill. But if you went back even further, I think there was, in hunter-gatherer times, they were, they were nomadic and they moved around. Nobody owned anything. And I think ownership over land and... Every stock, things. whatever. Yeah, that's when values. Value, yeah, yeah. value is a lot of just uh, ownership of something. Weird. So you put your community in in there, and then you own this, you own that. We value our thing, and to hold this whole community together, we've all got to value it. But that what you're describing is capitalism, and that's how it like, is. And that's, yeah. yeah, and yeah. that's how everything that's start, went. Fucked that's because the start of because we time yeah. for like now. Yeah, because we do value those things. I often think about like 
how in Australia we talk about like, oh, well, we own this house, we own this land, but it was never, the people that owned it originally yeah. never decided to give it away. No. So it's like, actually, we, didn't, we own sweet fuck all. Yeah. But like, <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong, but do the traditional owners of this land, do they say we own this or do they just live here? Bit, um, different yeah. Uh, yeah. I like think indigenous communities they're not a monolith so yeah. different um, communities have different ways of thinking about land but a lot of them were not possessive yeah. yeah so like a classic example in the US is like when the Dutch bought Manhattan and the people living there the name will come to me in a moment um, they were like, sh- like kind of thought like that they would just like they were like well this is silly like yeah sure you can live here too uh, and then the Dutch were like, why are you guys still here? You sold us this land. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they're like, well, no, because you can't own the land. Mm. Like, we thought you, like, wanted to live here with us. Um, yeah. Oh, custodians was the word I was thinking of. Because mm. I've also heard, yeah. I've heard people say traditional owners and people say custodians as well. Like, that's mm. of land, right? Mm. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's. And again, like, there's no kind of agreed upon thing, As, especially when you're talking about, so then if you talk about, like, the coalition of First Nations people, it's, like, very, very difficult yeah. to, to kind of, like, go, well, how can you create the correct nomenclature around that? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's a whole thing. It's, it's difficult. And then it becomes, I mean, yeah, capitalism then just becomes a thing where you're competing with your neighbours and yeah. who's got the better car and who's, like... Yeah, mm. got that like, stuff, and that's like coming back into the individualized way mm. that we all live now. And yeah. it's also like um, kind of what you're saying about like how, yeah, the so, but the idea of democracy is that everyone can participate in the system, and yeah, that's not how it actually goes. No. But I do think that we are too passive, like especially when you're talking about privilege, mm. and that there there are things we can do. We could be talking to like writing message like emails to Susan Templeman every day about mm. everything we think that's wrong. Yeah, it, like there is like we do have more power. Yeah, and I think people give politicians way too much of like a oh they're trying or you know they're having yeah. a go they're yeah. basically okay like Albert. Like Albert Albanese. Albert Albanese. <laughs> yeah, I don't know What's why that's first so. Name? Albanese. Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> Albert Anthony. I was like, I couldn't Albert get Albert, Albert yeah, out of my head yeah. there. Um, I was trying. To I assumed you were going to talk about Einstein. Uh, but he, yeah, he like, you know, came from like uh, working stock. Yeah, 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 and it's like, yeah, cool, like good backstory. But like, once you start like. Like, that can't define you. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, then you, like, you got to, like, hold him accountable. And you got to, yeah, like, he's got some good things. And I think, like, to be a politician as well, like, your personal values have to be, like, slightly skewed from other people's because you've got to be, like, I'm not sure that you can have personal values. Yeah, but, you, I mean, I think you have to have value in yourself to be, like, I can represent Australia. Like, my voice can do that for everyone. So there's like a level of like narcissism maybe to it. Do you think they believe they can represent everyone, or they can believe, or they believe that they they can represent their people? Do you think think it's it's about representation, or it's it's just about power? You know, I think it's that thing of like absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I think like most people who go into politics like have that concoction of like a little bit of like. You know, being self-assured. Yeah. But I think, like, most people go in when they're just, like, 
working for someone else with like idealism. Yes. And then I think they start seeing the way things are actually accomplished and then they start making like mm-hmm. backdoor deals and mm-hmm. they start kind of like their values like, get skewed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like and they've done like research that shows like as you have more money and power your brain changes yeah. and the way that you are actually able to be empathetic is affected by that. Like, yeah. because your brain just changes when you yeah. have that power, it skews your actual perspective. That's what, what's that uh, thing we were though. talking about once before <laughs> where, uh, they were saying that everyone should have, uh, be able to sit for six months or whatever the time was. So everyone gets a yeah, chance. Yeah. Yeah. What was that called? Um, it's a representative, no. No, I can't remember, but I remember reading that being like, this is what it should be. So, like, everyone in the community... Yeah, Ev- yeah, yeah. Everyone in the community gets to have their voice. They get to implement the things they feel is valuable. Yeah. To try and change the community. Like, to, to yeah. build the community to have, you know, a really nice way of living for everybody. I think it was a community in England, maybe. And, then and like, everybody was really worried about... Um, you know, like people butting up in like being some if racists are on there, like and all that stuff. But actually, what ended up having happening is people would have real fucking conversations about it. Yeah. So instead of just being like, "You're a fucking idiot, you stupid racist," like it's like actually finding out where that it's comes where from out. and yeah. like what what it actually is. Because I think really that, we are all human. I think that can work in a small community. So like, yeah, human beings can. I know. Basically... Imagine that in the Blue Mountains. We just have so many different, I don't know, pe- we have people with money and, like, people, people without, without money. Mm. Lots I'm of just, empty houses. Yeah, lots of empty houses, lots of, tur- like, I, I don't know that it would, mm. anyway. People can maybe work it would. together up to about 100 people. Mm. Yeah, and that yeah can, it's a theory. And that can sort of mm. work yeah. out, like, because they, they can go, right, these are my values, these are your values, and it's just enough people to get, like, a, yeah. a full-on village going or a community yeah. going. But not too many that it can just get out of hand, and they're like, yeah. "Right, we're choosing for the rest of you." Yeah. Whereas one hundred, they can all have a chat and go, "Yeah, yeah. These are what I exactly. think. This is what I think. Let's actually work this out yeah. so it's happy enough for everybody." Yeah. Do you reckon that's where cults start? They're like, "All right, <laughs> no. we've, we've got these." <laughs> By the way, I'm I know it's a really cho- shit. Way I'm going to do cults. That's going to be mm. a topic for sure. Mm. Yeah. But. So it starts off with one person having an ideal or a value on it on life or whatever. It mostly starts up with a narcissist who just wants <laughs> yeah. to have yeah. like power. But yeah. you know, they start off as a small group, and you know, they're all talking and they're all working together for the same. Like Charlie Manson. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. They're all working together Jim for the Jones. same thing. Yeah, all of them. I can remember and it their wor- But I guess it names. works until it turns <laughs> Can't remember bad. the Prime Minister. Yeah. Name. I was like, I just got it stuck in my head. And I was like, that's not right. What the hell? And also, when I think about um, politicians, I then it makes me think about the media as well. Mm. So it's like, we, we don't actually even make decisions on the people because, because media is so you fucked hear, yeah. that we... Like, remember Bill Shorten and Scott... It was Bill Shorten and Scott Scott Morrison, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and 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 there was all this media around about how Bill Shorten was going to do, did all this tax rorting or something like that, like just before the election. And like, I'm really, I'm. It's easy for me to look at that shit and be like, I don't believe it. And I'm not saying that Bill Shorten's amazing, but I know that Scott Morrison is a douchebag. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so so even though we feel like we're um, 
even though we feel like we're, we're living by our values and voting for the people that we think share our values, actually, we have no fucking idea who they are. Mm. As you say, exactly. Yeah. As you say, Anthony Albanese, like, oh, cool, working class family, blah, blah, blah. Rio Tinto shirt. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, it's like... Absolutely. Well, yeah. that, that's the, the party. Like, you... Yeah. You, I think a lot of people forget you're voting for the party, but we see the face. Mm-hmm. And we go, okay, this face has, you know, an upbringing of whatever it may be, and they do this and they yeah, do that. But the whole party as a sector just goes... Nah. Yeah. Mm. They're just, um, I've been seeing heaps of stuff on Instagram about the, about Labor just being like liberal 2.0. Yeah. Like yeah they they approved like, like five new, um, coal mines. Yeah. And they're, yeah. And this is what I was like, I was saying this to Jared as well. Cause I just saw, um, that like the vote. Yes. Yeah. Just like at its like lowest number, like only 39% or something. And I was like, this is, like, the problem with the Labour Party is, like, that they're, like, not different enough from Liberal. And they're no. not, tr- like, they're not trying. Like, I, I yeah. feel like there's so much, like, the Democratic Party in mm-hmm. the U.S. where they're just, like... Oh, we oh, still oh, have to make everybody like, happy. Are but we... It, and, like, are we in power? Like, they don't actually want to be in power. And do they want to just yeah. be, like, kicking the ball down yeah. the road. Getting so their, their yeah. money to, like, yeah. forever because we pay them forever. Yeah, and then complaining about the Liberals... When yeah. they're actually in power, they're like, well, we can't commit to anything because yeah. we're being paid off yeah. by all of these people exactly. with different values, like yeah. mining companies mm. and, you know, exactly probably right. something that's anti-Indigenous, which I'm sure is also the mining companies since they're mostly trying to open them up on Indigenous land. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's just like. Well, it's even yeah. if you think about the fact that we have to do this stupid vote anyway, like mm. just fucking pass the law. Mm. Same, yeah, put it on the with, people. What the hell? I know. But then, same like, blame put it. so much like energy into creating like propaganda and misinformation. Exactly. Yeah. Misinformation. Um, I just did an essay recently on like the marriage equality vote, and the end, and um, it was it was basically we had to read an article that um, about Mag- Magda Sabansky that she went on Four Corners or Q and A, and um, she was talking about like how yeah sure it's great it passed. But also the the trauma that all of the LGBT quilt bag plus um, people have experienced. We will never know the true cost of that. Like the, like just walking to get down to the, this point. Yeah, like yeah. like to go through the fact they ran they had a referendum for it. Yeah, yeah. and even now the damage that it's doing absolutely indigenous folk like exactly. We want, we want yes, we want no. Yeah, and the false the false information and all this mm. different yep. shit, the damage that the referendum itself causes... Yeah, that's may, what may I mean. It's like... be mm. worth it. Yeah. They could, just, they could just pass some law or speak to fucking 10 representatives or however many representatives from all of the countries in Australia. Like, I don't... Yeah. I don't know. All the like, countries in Australia. Yeah. yeah like all the countries in Australia. Country, yeah, yeah, yeah. Darragh and Gundagara. Oh, Wiradjuri. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was seeing him with my white brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all bloody Aussies, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Don't they uh, all eat meat pies? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's what I, I was um, thinking as well. Yeah, like, why why are we even part of it? Like, the Indigenous people should decide how their voice is represented to yeah. Parliament. But uh, then because another Because they want to do the was, right thing. Yeah, but, yeah. but also, like, 
Yeah. I don't want them to think that, you know, 70% of Australians yeah. are racist ass or whatever. We are. We are. Yeah, we are, 70% though. of yeah. us is a racist. 70? 77. 70, it is 77. Is that like the... That's from... That Heard song. Yeah. Oh. So good. 77. I really like the Heard. It was released when John Howard was in power. Yeah. And it's a fucking solid yeah. song. 77% by the Heard. Look yeah. it up. Yeah. Listen to it. And, um... And yeah, so I was, I was saying that to um, I was a friend of mine. 19. Yeah, that's a good one. Sorry. Um, I was talking to my friend about it, and uh, she sort of said, yeah, like, that's true, maybe, that, like, it should be Indigenous voices. But she's like, if we vote yes, then they can have the conversation. Like, yeah, that's so what I was So we vote thinking. yes, yeah. and, then, and then they can do the nitty-gritty of, like, yeah. just finding out, like, what their voice means to them. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I'm sure that... We'll try, like, our politicians will marginalize it and try to, like, take any actual power from it. And, um, yeah. The, um, I was thinking about how Peter Dutton also is a dickhead, but, um, he, he's very vocal about vote no, (laughs) but then he also makes it, if he's elected at the next election... He's like, but I will bring it in. <laughs> and it's like, well, what the heck? don't yeah. vote no. This is the, like, how we can't believe literally anything they say because they're just trying to keep fucking everybody happy. And they're so antagonistic as well. Ugh. And you're like, what happened? Like, why shouldn't they be working together to try yeah. to, like, you know, this is the myth. If it's of for the, the people. The myth of power is, yeah. like, well, we'll share it and, yeah. like, We'll be the like fiscal, fiscally responsible ones, you know, mm-hmm. and and sort of like we'll work together to be like, well, these are our issues, and we'll make a better country because we'll have these like check po- checkpoints and weights of power and like limitations. So that, like, but then it's like, well, no, just nothing happens. And when but it's then like, when they don't get reelected, they're like, well, that's because we didn't have enough time. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I don't yeah, know. it's all mm-hmm. always years, excuses. Right? It's just yeah. and it's. And it, then it's like when they're in power, though, they're never making any change uh-huh. because they're like, well, I don't want to sh- like we don't want to shake, shake it up too much because we want to get in again. So, you know, at the end of next term, we'll do stuff yeah. but at the end of next term. If like, you elect me again, then I will actually mm. on the election that we had Fuck three times Just- cycles ago, I will then do the thing. Deliver. The- yeah. Just promises. do it. Stop yeah. being My value right now is that I really need to wait and also... Because I'm a cancer and a cancer, and possibly I have ADHD, I also can tell you guys really want more beer. So I'm happy to go get beer mm-hmm. and do a wee, and then I want to come back and like bring it back to less of a pol- Petition. Pol- pol- yeah. political Convo. thing, and maybe talk about our individual yep. values, values and stuff. Love like, it. Yeah. yeah. Should we? Not that it isn't like all important, because I think it is. Mm. Uh, stop. Okay. And thank you to our sponsors. <laughs> uh, TBD. Um, yeah, so do we have the same values across different demographics and, like, geopolitical areas? Or, like, no. is it, like, a, a humanistic thing at all? Like, like, you're talking about sapiens. And so there is, like, that idea that, like, empathy and... Um, Compassion. Yeah, that these things are... Like Human almost, values. yeah, like yeah. almost Intrinsic. like encoded in yeah. us to help us to survive. Yeah, because it's beneficial if, like, you know, it, back in the day, if we were hunting 
an animal, if we work together and we shared the meat, then there's no waste and we save energy, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, are these things something that we all share? All share or not. Yeah. Yeah, but this is where the people that came into power... Skewed um, it. Skewed it because that was working well for hundreds of thousands of years, even like a million years. Are you telling and me that all humans are equal? They are. What? Shocking announcement. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Oh, Unless you're a billionaire. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, they're, they're yeah. a different league. Oh, wait, is Taylor Swift technically a billionaire? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, she needs to get rid of a lot of money oh, yeah. soon. Yeah. Or I will kill oh, her. Oh, maybe we should get her to sponsor us. Oh, yeah, I'm sure she will. Well, we just got a, tattoo, a Taylor Swift tattoo, so actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but... I know, it's like, she better not do anything fucked now and where everybody's like, huh? what's that inspired She's by? She's nearly a billionaire. Getting back to, like, the people that were in power that um, took over, uh, I think it was Hamandiri or something like that from, I think it was the Middle East. And he came up with these societal values, well, these societal laws that was it was basically like an eye for an eye. So if you, mm. if you killed your... Hammurabi? Hammurabi, that's the one. Whoa. Of course you know. <laughs> this reminds did, me of when you were I like, how did you know Catherine the Great Real Brosher? Yeah. I, <laughs> I watched a TV show. Oh. So if you killed someone's child, they would kill your child because it was an eye for an eye. Far out. And if you killed someone's goat, you owed him two silver pieces. But if you killed someone's servant, you owed him one rock. A rock. <laughs> a rock. A, I was going to say bronze, but bronze was probably worth a lot back then. Mm. So, for but, the goat, it's silver pieces. For the servant, a rock. Yeah. yeah. So that's fucked up. The value on human life uh, was skewed because these people took care We're of in us. Power. Yeah, 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 but they they're like, no, we need these people to do our shit for us. Yeah, because we're lazy fucks. Yeah, but these goats or the sheep or whatever. They provide us food. So they had more value on life back then. Wow. It's fucked. Yeah. The, well, I mean, I think... Again, societal versus, like, personal as well. And yeah. And, like, societies are always, like, corrupt. And, like, you're saying as well, as, mm. like, um, with, like, even our more recent societies, it's, like, the 13th Amendment in the U.S., which, like, abolishes slavery... Except for prison. So, like, in prison... Oh, you're, you're allowed to. And wow. That's, and that's, like, still our prison system. So <coughs> Is that what it's classified as? Like, you, it, when you're in prison, you are a slave. No, 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 but they work when they're in there. So yeah. They yeah, but that's yeah. what I mean. Like, involuntary you're not, slavery. Yeah. Remember? Involuntary servitude is prohibited unless you are in prison, is the uh, phrasing. I so, it's involuntary watched Orange is the New Black, so I know everything about the prison system in America. Yeah. Um... And remember they made underwear? Remember they had to do that? And it yeah. was something like you'd get yeah, 50 yeah. cents for your, like, commissary or whatever mm. for working all day on a sewing machine. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, side note. Oh, sorry. In my Go, last... Can, before you do, I listened to a podcast the other day about, uh, uh, just forgotten the name, uh, Dingo Eats My Baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dingo Eats My Baby. Oh, when she was in me. prison, yeah, she, yeah. she earned 50 cents a day. Doing slave labor basically. So yeah. this happens in Australia too. Well, that's, that's that was where in, that I was... was in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it might be $2.50. Ro- not Rosemary. Azalea. 
No. Yeah, it's, it's, oh fuck! I yeah. guess it has something to do with flowers. Oh, I yeah. assume. I assume oh, that it was on your um, citizenship. <laughs> well, citizenship. They they were testing her on Aussie values. Oh. Let's give it a fair go. Yeah, yeah. come on, mm. good old scrapper. You know, he's an Aussie yeah. battler. Yeah, that's uh, that's the Aussie values. Oh, Ridgey Didge. Yeah, but also, do you think like when you think about society values? I have to come back to what I was saying before. I'll circle back. But do you think that? By saying that those are Aussie values, that keeps the class system alive. Oh, it's totally. Uh, yeah, yeah, like the citizenship test that I took was like totally racist against yeah. like Muslim people. Was the the whole thing? You could you see could these really they... thinly veiled questions in the Aussie values section. No I was super offensive, and I was like, my first thing as a citizen is to try to like get rid of these. Hmm. As a, a way of testing people. And how many too. emails have you sent to Susan Templeman? About yeah, none. This? So yeah. I, I, need, I need to get my activism up. Yeah. It's part of my values that I do feel like are out of line. I was talking yeah. to this with Jarrah mm. about like trying to like your values versus what you're living. Yeah. And I yeah. haven't, haven't made time for that activism for yeah. a while. And I definitely am feeling I think very we had to kill our activism that. a little bit because of COVID as well. Yeah. That's just why they just like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get the distinction. The thing I down. was gonna say was, so I organised this conference in some year, 2019, 2020, 2019, and we um, like had like not goodie bags, but like everybody that came to the conference got a bag, right? But we didn't want it to be wasteful, and we didn't want heaps of shit in it or anything, so we got boomerang bags made, and so we contacted this place that like does them, but they. Um, like people in basically people in prisons did them oh. and then we paid but um and like we asked if it was like legit and they get paid and all that stuff but now i'm feeling really like fuck we probably shouldn't have done that mm. like at the time i thought was like this is cool you know it's giving them something to do or whatever like the prison. and they or get a bit prison? of money huh are they in prison yeah they were in prison yeah. making these bags for us yeah and now i'm just like Oh fuck! We but really ignorance is to... bliss as well. Your yeah. values were aligned to do something charitable for people in prison. Yeah. To, to yeah. make the thing they're giving them a job. This that, and the yeah. Same with anything we buy. We're like, okay, this thing came from here. Someone made it. Yeah. It's, it's ethically sourced or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You and don't this actually is, yeah. know, no. but your value and your ego is stroked. Mm. So don't worry about the rest of this it. Is like... <laughs> Excuse me, Jarrah. Did you hear my covert narcissism? Disguised yeah. as ultra. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, and this is like capitalism again. Is just like, how can we market this thing? Left, like, take this idea yeah. that there's like, oh, you know, environmental friendly is a huge thing. Like, eco, like that is like now like oh they were like these kind of movements and then it's like oh we can actually make money on this yeah and there's no um clarity on marketing like there's there's no sort of um you can put like something like a governing body yeah there's there there's no you can um, put something in a packet it says natural yeah it has absolutely nothing natural in it but everybody yeah. that's our values that's is that we want to feed naturally. and then and yeah. then the same thing with i naturally like, bought it from coles yeah, yeah yeah and the same thing with like ethical and like uh kind of these like other groups as well is is like oh we can make money on this as like it's being just the like fucking pride washing and yeah, shit. Like yeah, like exactly. Oreos. Oh, but they have a rainbow. So yeah, yeah. But like, what are their actual policies they about? They cost yeah. more, but they're gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'll get me with a rainbow anytime. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. 
It makes me think about how Andrew was washing the like jam jar the other day, and I was just like, you know, you see that thing all the time, which is like, it's so great that we spend so much time rinsing out our fucking jars, and then like billionaires literally like instead of driving for two hours, they'll just fly for five minutes, yeah. like as if, as if anything we do actually has an yeah. impact. Oh, well, yeah. I'm, I'm carbon offsetting them, <laughs> so I'm doing my part for the millionaires. Yeah, I get a kickback. You should get like a kickback <laughs> from Taylor. You should get her. Be like, I'm here. I'm offsetting. Yes, your actually, carbon. I think she's pretty bad with her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can't say anything bad about Taylor. I know, I know. We're trying to get her as a sponsor. Yeah. 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 Ooh, we'll be done. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about. I am the master of reading self-help books. Mm. You'll be surprised to hear. Also, book tally. Book tally. Where are we at? 150. What is it? 81. 81. In September. Um, so I've read heaps of shit because I've, I think similar to like why I'm into astrology and like all of the personality and tests and stuff is like, it's like I've been trying to figure out the fucking recipe for how to have a good life. And so I've read heaps of books about values and I think I tried to read. Huh? The recipe is lots of salt. Oh yeah, definitely. Um... (laughs) Murray River Salt. Murray River. Pink, Pink Salt. Pink Rock Salt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think I started to read that Mark Manson one, but it was too blokey for me. Yeah. And But there's a female that did it, Sarah McKnight, and she did one that was similar. It was better. <laughs> FYI. Same, same, but different. <laughs> anyway, I just started reading a book recently um, because I've always struggled with, like, I agree that, like, having values, and if you have those values, then it's easier to make decisions, right? I I really do think that. And you can have a better life because it's like, you're like, well, it's not my value to fucking interact with these types of people. So I'm just never going to do that again. And actually, you need to, that makes me think about the time we were just talking about before, like, the person I was thinking of, she she was basically telling me how trans people don't exist. And um, instead of fighting, I was just like, well, fuck it. She's just not in my life anymore. Yeah. And, th- and, and that actually was my value, you know. Yeah. So I did mm-hmm. actually. That's why I didn't feel bad about it afterwards. Yeah, it was sure. just like, well, it's over. I don't value yeah. this friendship. So yeah, it's Bye. gone. Um, anyway, so I started reading a book called, recently called. Um, and so I've tried in many different ways. I've done like online courses and stuff to try to um, figure out what my values are. And, um, yeah, this book by Rachel Cargill, and she's an American um, black woman. And so it was, it was, it's part memoir, part how to write your own values and manifesto. Cool. And so I find that really interesting because part of what I need literally in anything in life is examples of things. <laughs> like Andrew will be like, it really yeah, pissed yeah. me off when you did this. And I'll be like... Yeah, but, like, can you give me some examples of how I pissed you off? Right. You know? Sure. Mm. Um, and so um, helping, being able to um, read her, like, how she came. This is what's happened in my life. That made me realise this. What did this do for you? And, like, mm. journaling prompts and all that stuff. It's been really fascinating. i gotten a little bit addicted to this young adult series that I'm reading because there's heaps of sex scenes. But <laughs> I will get back to it. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And it just made like, like you had. I had to write like a journal entry, like as if I was in conversation with my future self, and like what it is that they so like, like tell you about themselves. And it, it just you know, there's certain words that then pop out, and you're like, well, is that? I think that might be my value. Like, mm-hmm. one of the ones I remember is peace. Like for me, it's just like just feeling at peace. Like so, it's like 
instead of putting all this fucking external pressure on myself all the time, how do I cultivate more of this? Oh, I need more alone time. I need more of this, blah, blah, blah. I think it's, yeah, I think it's valuable. The other, to identify your values. Yeah. But also the other frame of mind that I was thinking of was all those like wellness coaches that are out now <laughs> who were like, you need to find your values and then you'll be the best, mm. <laughs> you know, like, and so it can be a bit grifty and like mm. culty. Yeah. And capitalistic. But if they've got that money to spend, why mm. not take it? Mm. <laughs> but your value can just be, I just want to live happily. I want to live without harming anybody. I want to live without damaging my environment. And you don't have to, like, dissect it so much. You can just... Your values can be... Surface level is not the right word, but, like, you can just be, like, my my core values are just these things. And then you can... Then you can go into, all right, how am I going to do this? So... Well, I think, I think though with values, it's like when you have an overarching value, it's easy to make those decisions because you're like, well, so I often think about it with drinking because um, it's nice, but also I don't want to do it all the time because I also enjoy it when I'm not doing it, but it, um, it's hard not to, mm. probably because it's a fucking addictive substance. Anyway, um, no, where the was I going? The value on it's drinking is great for the economy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but what I was going to say is like, if one of your values is to like, be healthy or whatever then it's easier for you to make that it's not your value isn't like i'm never going to drink it's like i want to be healthier and so i can play with my kids or yeah so turning it into a positive thing instead of it being like you are doing the wrong thing thing because you're drinking all the time yeah yeah we we, um this when i made jerry almost cry the other night uh we listened to this podcast which was on the mindscape podcast from Sean Carroll. It's so weird that you guys have time to listen to podcasts together. Oh, well, we were, we I fucking were, hate it. We're cooking dinner and we're washing up. We're cooking dinner and washing up. That's a good way to do it. Um, As if we could do that. <laughs> and um, You could have turned the Taylor Swift off and put the podcast on. Anyway, just like <laughs> when you talk about um, like astrology and uh, like reading these self-help books. Like, one of the things that they were talking about in this podcast was, like, do you think we live in a determinate or an indeterminate universe? So, determinate... So, like, what do you mean by that, No choice, basically. Well, more like determinate means, like, that there is an underlying structure. There's something that's, like, inherently right and inherently, like, truth. And we, like, if we can, you know get further down and look at the different particles and like see or see like further into the galaxy we'll see the underlying structure right so that's like determinant indeterminate is that no it's, it's like kind of chaotic and one there is no underlying structure to okay. the universe and to people's values yeah and yeah and so that's sort of like because that like kind of determines where you stand philosophically and like your yeah. sort of values Anyway, it was just kind of interesting because, like, the two people... So, Sean Carroll uh, was, like... Because he's, like, a physicist, mathematician, and more physicist, and he's, like, determinant. And so that's, like, a lot of these... So she had, like, a lot of these thought experiments because the the guest that they were talking to, she's a metaphysicist, so, you know, asking just lots of, like, kind of thought experiment questions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
And so he was like, the, yes, the universe is, um, for him, determinant. And that's like why he's in physics is because he wants to find out what that is. Yeah. And so lots of his things are like quite simple. So one of her like thought experiments was um, like the two box test. And so there's like this being who um, can predict basically what box you're going to choose. And so there's a clear box that you can see that can contains $100. And then there's an opaque box that can contain either $0 or a million dollars. And the like being who's putting these boxes together can tell basically if you're going to choose both, both boxes. And so when you choose both, like basically 100% of the time, there's been a million dollars in that. So you get like um, a million and a hundred dollars. And so that's like, so his point was like, well, the evidence supports that if I choose both boxes, then I'll get a million dollars, million, a hundred dollars. So why wouldn't I do that? And then the metaphysicist was like talking about like, well, like as like a moral person, I know I'll have to get a hundred dollars if I just choose a clear one. So am I not better to do the thing that is definitive? One hundred percent guaranteed. Yeah. And like, yeah, because you're like you don't know if the being is gonna change its its mind or whatever. And um or yeah, so it's so it was like this. Coming this weird at it from sort of different thing. points of view. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, What why would you ever choose to only get a hundred dollars and she's like well because it's like reflective of my values of being like i want to have the sure thing i want to do sort of the analytical smart thing the thing that i know is like gonna get me this way because i can't say that like just because this pattern's continued it will always continue mm. and he's like well the evidence supports it so <laughs> determinant so yeah, yeah so that wow. was that an interesting thing and I was just like oh what what is your do you think it's a determinant or an indeterminate universe everyone oh my mind's a little bit blown right now <laughs> I think I it, when I think about determinant and indeterminate it just makes me think about fate and and not fate <laughs> like mm. it's like like and when I hear you say things like structures it just makes me think about the system and like the people that uphold mm. like everything that exists like and if i th- i don't think that we all have the same values and i don't think that i think that there are really rotten people out there that do sh- really bad things mm. um so how could we possibly have the same values yeah. like ha- how are serial killers yeah but that's like okay if we're thinking about determinate universe that's like on a scale of like the individual values don't necessarily you know like serial killers are such a small percentage Mm. that if you look at it as like okay the earth's values like we're still on a net whatever yeah because there's seven billion people yeah and serial killers are like under 0.001 percent of people so so sort of like on the net we're like this percentage Mm. so it's yeah It's, it's like a a more like Broad question, but yeah, I I see your point. But... I want to know like what the things were that they said about the second box. That's how I would know whether I, I personally would choose both. Mm. Mm. So she sort of said like her example 
was basically um, Calvinism, which is a type of religion. Okay. Where um, it's about your, Calvin and Hobbes. Yes. Yep. <laughs> but it's also like you're predestined to um, be in heaven or hell, mm-hmm. and there's nothing you can do through your life that can change that. So then, like the classic argument is like, well, then why would you be good? Be good, yeah. right? And so she was saying, like, so sort of choosing the clear box rather than both boxes is like, well, you assume that you're in heaven and every good deed you do further gives you proof that you are predestined to be in heaven. Yes. Fuck. That's intense for my brain. (laughs) Yeah. It's almost like watching Cosmos for you. You're like, yeah. I've switched off. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I haven't switched off, but I'm just trying to make sense of it. I need to ask ChatGPT what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I get like it. And then I think about things like the good place, right? Which is like, well, they have to do all these good things in order to avoid the bad place, mm. et cetera, et cetera. Like that show was pretty awesome. By the way. It was awesome. Um, <clears throat> that's how I know who Descartes is and all of those people. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's the trolley guy? Is that Descartes? No. No. And uh, who's the other one? Kant. You talked about Kant. Yeah, all the time. Kant. Oh, and there's, there's also Hume. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I saw Cheedy in the mm. show the other day. Mm. I think I was watching it with you. You're like, that's Cheedy. Mm. Um, Descartes is, I think, therefore I am. Uh, I think therefore try can. And he's sort of he's sort of like the father of metaphysics, which is what this woman was. Yeah, okay. So it's very like so his sort of thought experiment is like yeah, so like you have to assume basically all of the world, like it does it exist or is it like because he was it was very like um religious like during his time so he was like or is there, like, the devil who's projecting these images? And yeah. he's basically projecting the world as a test for you to fail. And so his, like, logic is, like, goes through all the, these sort of ways to determine, no, it's not like a devil's test. It's probably real. And I'm probably also real. I think and so right. he goes, yeah. yeah, and he goes through this whole, like, that's that's the base. But he, like, really builds on it to kind of, I like, it establish was a, that um... the earth exists. Billy Irish song. I didn't realize. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I knew, I knew. Yeah. Well, I think if it's a test, I'm going to fail. <laughs> but I like to think I'm doing a good job. Mm. I feel like I want to, you know who we should have as a guest? Um, a host? A guest? Speaker? A guest. It's Gemma. Mm. Fucking oh, professor yes. of philosophy. Mm. Mm. Um, she only lives just over there. Yeah. yeah. You can get the flying fox we put in. Yeah, yeah, for out. sure. <laughs> no wonder you nearly made um, Jarrah cry. Yeah, I know. I've really brought it, brought it down again. So. No, it's just, I think it's just like one of those things that requires so much more thinking than I can maybe do after a couple of beers. Yeah, this is why I think like I'm real. this is, I think it's really interesting and I definitely think it's an indeterminate universe. Mm-hmm. And I like, I like it's uh, another thing they were talking about is like comfort in the unknown. And I think, like for me, it's like kind of exciting that there's no definitive, and you can change. You have to change your viewpoint all the time as you're getting new information. 
because there is no correct viewpoint. Mm-hmm. So, it, so it's like you're looking at this thing and it's always moving and you can never really see it. And even when you think you get a glimpse of it, it's only Something that changes. way for a second. Yeah, yeah. And then it changes again. So but then how do you, how do you then deal with like, I don't know, is the, so I'm just thinking like in examples, like, so if we think about the way that, um, you know, I know that trans people have always existed. I know that gay people have always existed. But how some people are still fucking homophobic and some people are still transphobic now. How, oh, how, where is this going? How, no. Is that just, is that just, I'm more able to evaluate new information easier than other people are, whereas they're more set in their, like, ways. Like, well... There was never any gay people around me, so there mustn't be gay people ever. Mm. Yeah. And or am I, I totally off the... No, I think it's, I think it's like, um, yeah, I think it's that, like, same thing, like, the comfort in the unknown. Like, if you're a person who's never known anyone who's gay or trans, and you want the world to be the way that you see it, then yeah. when new information comes in, you feel attacked. Yeah, and, yeah, and so that's the sort of thing. Whereas, if you are comfortable in the gray, holy shit! What the heck is this? That's a possum. Okay, um, <laughs> yeah, but if you're you're comfortable in that gray area, then you're like happy to be like, oh yeah, like let me broaden my definition of like what love is gender and, gender. and what is yeah. love and all these things, and and it all fits, and I'm happy to question it. Because I've always known, like, what I could see is this only this tiny bit. Yeah. And it's, of course, going to broaden infinitely. It makes me think about, like, how people, like, sometimes are like, I wish we could go back to the good old days. <laughs> Which is, like, the worst thing I've ever thought of. And it's like, well, who was it good for? Yeah, exactly. You know. White men. Yeah. I think a lot of people that say that... Uh, Elderly people. Yeah. And the good old days of when they don't have kids. (laughs) (laughs) Or like when they felt really free and they're like, um, you know, I don't have to work my ass off Uh. because I'm just young and I can just go and do the things that I want to do. That it's, were the good old it's days. It's money. Because... It's capitalism. It's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny yeah. that you but say that, that because... But they were just like, oh, now I'm old as well. Like, uh. It's funny you say that because... So so if you think about who says it's the good old days, right? It is an elderly white man. They always say it. And that's just because they were the ones with all the fucking power. And, like, they don't want it to change. They didn't. They didn't... They didn't have the same stresses as you have now. Like... May you know dads or male parents these days don't fucking um just go to work and come home and like never see their children like it's like you you have more stresses now than you mm. than they ever did like mm. they had so much more mm. yeah yeah it's like, easiness well, well I think the good old days to me now are today the good old mm. days are just what I'm living because I can't change where I am in my life you know, in time frames. I'm just living right now. These are the good old days. Because we're old? No, Uh -uh. just because I'm alive today. When we were out... I'm alive right now. 
when we were out for dinner on Friday night, Amy was wearing a leopard print, a leopard print scarf, and I had my jacket on. And you know Steve's kid, Luca. Yeah. He was our weight person, and like he's like, oh, I love the leopard print. What's the occasion? I was like, middle age. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when women try to feel young. They wear leopard print. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a cougar? Yeah. <laughs> This is the so image. what was it when I was wearing leopard print tights the other day? Is that my, I, my good old days? I would argue they weren't actually leopard print, but no, nah, they were spotty yeah. tights. Yeah. Jara, Mister Quiet. Yes, they call me Mister Quiet. I brought him down again. He's, so, he's curled up in a ball in the corner of the spa. Yeah. I feel like talking about metaphysics is a little bit more complicated than simply the the values that i was trying to talk about this week yeah okay um i'm just talking about individuals and what they think align with how they want to live their lives you know? yeah well, whether, see, but whether this it's is, um sorry you go well this is where like this is where i have to bring it in because i don't know how to define my values mm. without like thinking about it well what are values in a, like a yeah. larger scope and then like kind of what is so there's societal values and then like from a metaphysics pers- perspective like what is the nature of the soul does it exist and then also what does that mean for me do I exist and I have to think about these things before I can think about do I have values what are they mm. and I actually don't know Sometimes. You, you can't actually just go what do I value in life mm. no no at no. some point you're better off to just accept what you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that that will make you happy. If you go, right, I'm living is in the Is happiness a value or is happiness... Happiness is a feeling. Yeah. So... I've got you. There's a whole bunch of stuff rolling around, right? A whole bunch of crazy crap. Mm. World's ending, this and that. Fucking everyone's fucked. Politics are fucked, capitalism's fucked, patriarchy's fucked, world's all, all in all sorts. At some point, you gotta go, I am a tiny little blip mm. on the timeline of the Earth, on the timeline of the cosmos, on the timeline of. What am I gonna do? With whatever this time? the heck it is, at some point, I gotta realize what I am. But why? This is what I'm saying. This is my whole thing. Because it's, your, to it's just it your life. To make it worthwhile. It's but just... But what is, what is worthwhile? Like, this is what I'm... Like, if I'm happy... So because we're saying happy is well not... Because enjoy a, it. Yeah, yeah. So I enjoy it. But, like, do I have to have values in order to have joy? Like, running today, that was super enjoyable. Hanging so, out right now. So you value exercise. Yeah. Well... You value your relationships. Okay. I guess. You, you you value charity. But I think there is a self- thing about like putting words to 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 those things that kind of like just rubs me the wrong way. Mm. Like like in the it's like when people say set goals, it's just like fuck off. Mm. I want to set goals, but then I was thinking today like, well, I'm at university. I guess that's a goal because one day I'm going to be a social worker. When we arrived yeah. here, you guys were sitting around the computer making a budget. <laughs> That is setting a goal. No, it's not. 100%. We're just like, and basically what we need to do is Andrew just needs to say, Tyra, I'm having control of all the money and you're not allowed to touch any of it. <laughs> That's how we're going to actually have any money. But, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, but then I would complain to him and yeah. Every decision you make is based on your values. Yeah. 
You value your relationship with Andrew. And so I reckon... You value your relationship with your kids. Yeah. Your choices then reflect that. You go, yeah. look, Andrew really wants to go to Canberra. I love him. Mm. Fucking go to Canberra. Yeah, yeah. He's the same. Tara's really rad. Sure, she just sprung getting a impromptu tattoo on me this, this day. But fuck it. What can I do? We don't need real I, life I explanations, Jared. Yeah, this is what you're after, Tara. I your value, your decisions based on your values. Well, in saying that then, I can see that Meg's value is to, like, question everything and not be pinned down by any one thing. Exactly, yeah. And so, it's like, funny. I don't want to be, like, tied to something. Mm-hmm. How much our values reflect our descriptions of our star signs. Exactly! Oh, yeah. It's a funny thing. But I, I, after I did that conference I was talking about earlier... I had this moment with Jess, um, who I was doing it with, and she and I was like, I just don't know whether I want to care for people because I'm a cancer <laughs> or because I was the eldest daughter and mm-hmm. I did care for everybody or if it's, like, societal's way of being, like, you're a woman, that's what you're meant to do. Like, how do you know that this is an intrinsic value? Mm. I still don't know the answer, and, but I'm yeah, now and, in uni. And so. then does it matter, yeah. like, intrinsic, extra, extrinsic, like, whatever? At some is point, extrinsic like, a word? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, I know intrinsic. And, um, yeah, like you were saying, like, yeah, like, the actions I take that make me happy, do they have to be representative of a value? Does it matter where it comes from? And it's funny because we had this conversation, basically, and I made you bummed. And I would, like, but it makes me excited to think about, like, all the unknowns mm. and all the possibilities and the sort of flexibility of the universe and flexibility of ideas and as, a, like, a human and the values where, like, I feel like it makes you the opposite. And you're like, just what makes you happy? Like, nail it down. Yeah. Like, these Maybe. are your it's values. It's funny, I, I, I align myself with Jarrah a lot because my values are just based off um, just a quality of not necessarily quality of life but just how I treat people and myself mm. and like you know flora and fauna so I don't necessarily like I find everything else super fascinating but I bring values back just to me and just to the life that I live because I'm the only one that's going to live it. Mm. So do I have to complicate it? I could. I don't you want do. to. You do. No, but I don't want to. Not to that extent. No, but I don't yeah, want yeah. to because my values are, yeah. you know, caring, compassion, you know, this thing that we call happiness that is a mindset. I think you say I'm it's not a sure feeling. That I think it's a be. mindset. And... You know, because I can be happy, but I can be bummed at the same time. Yeah. Mm. So, like, I can be enjoying something, but I'm like, I just want to sit here. Well, yeah, and that's the just duality enjoy. of life. Yeah. Or whatever the mm. multiple, multiple, yeah. multiple. Yeah, I, I know there's a word, but I can't think yeah. of what it is. Words are, let's just give yeah. this one a pass. Duality we're, plus We three. don't know words today. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, multiplicity. I, you, as I was saying, like, you can co- complicate as much as you want. But at the end of the day, like, I, I see values as, like, my own core that I own. 
nobody, no thing in this universe or cosmos owns like my core. So this is just me. Everything else can happen. And I think And I can just I can just exist in it and bounce around however I feel off one person to another but my values will stay whole to me. But also not the same. It's not like you came out of the womb with these values because if oh, they're anything, lessons. If anything I know about you, it's how much you've changed since because I've known you for twenty two years. Like you're a completely different person now to who you were then. Like yeah. and and that's but, but that's exciting. That's, that's cool. living life. Yeah, yeah. yeah we all evolve. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hundred percent. And that that what Andy's saying is exactly how I feel as well. Is that yeah. At some point there's no reason to continually complicate life. You are who you are. You're you're standing on a rock in the middle of space that doesn't matter to the rest of space. Mm. You're even smaller compared to that rock. So your life, you may as well bloody enjoy it. Mm. You may Do as you, well. I just wonder because I feel like I... It's not that... I'm not saying that I agree more with Meigs, but possibly I do. But in the in the sense that I always feel like I've got to look deeper into things and I've got to think things, like, a bit, instead of just enjoying stuff, it's like, okay, but why aren't I enjoying this like I should? Like, I can't, I'm constantly thinking that, firstly, the obvious difference between us is that we are different genders. So I wonder if it's easier for a man to be like, well, I don't need to examine everything. I, don't, I, I mean, I don't know. Mm. But, like... Or if it's just a personality trait mm. and, like, just the, that's the way that we tend to think is, like, we want to look into everything and figure it out. I don't know. Mm. I don't, yeah, I don't necessarily think yeah. it's a gendered thing because yeah. even even the, the people on this physics podcast, yeah, metaphysics yeah. podcast, we're, we're coming from different points of yeah. view. Yeah, but I'd say, yeah. like, yeah, the woman who was speaking at that because it was a man and a woman and the man was, like, of the determinate universe and, and the woman was, like, no, it's... Sort of we have to think, we about, it need to think yeah. about it all the time. I was just thinking about how we're both Aquarius meeks and it's like Aquarians are, are dreamy. <laughs> and like my, my, my dream is just like a, you know, simplistic, but your dream is like, <sighs> yeah. you know, like an explosion of ideas and philosophies. and. But what I'm saying is maybe because your experience of the world is different to that of ours, of course. Yeah. Mm. And, and, oh, you've, and you've then got to take that into consideration to, too. Yeah, people with other, you know. Yeah. Are, I mean, we're obviously white privileged yeah. people. Like, I can't. Yeah. But, like, maybe, maybe, I don't know, but maybe that does have something to do with yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, like, we've had to examine, like, why is this person talking to me? Is it because my tits are out? Or oh. is it because they think I'm interesting? Mm. You know, like, those constant thoughts. I guess you probably have those thoughts. I don't know. Oh, mm. we definitely do. Mm. Yeah. Why are you usually and it's also- say, stop looking in my eyes, my tits are down here. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's also, like, um... Yeah, that nature versus nurture sort of thing. Yeah, and, and, like and childhood trauma, yeah, like all of that stuff. Yeah, and like also it. just like, you know, you're in uni now. I like have a degree. And so that's like uh, a sort of well, educational... Um, like it's the critical like value. thinking thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. That, that's a value that we have yeah. because we've gone to these higher institutes. Not that that's difficult or anything and, and is privileged but just like oh it could like 
impact our values and make us more, you know, feel better and happier in a, like a very uh, fluid space and like full of questions. Mm. It's funny because mm. when I think about like fluid or like going with the flow or whatever, I'm like, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also I like totally hear what you're saying. Like, yeah. And maybe it's because like when... I don't know, when you're, like, writing essays or whatever, you have to look at both sides and then figure out which one's mm. right and, like, all of that kind of stuff. If you have that experience, maybe... Yeah. And it's funny because when I, when I actually yeah. was asking yeah. it, I, I was like, oh, like, it, for you, I would, like... I was putting you in, like, a, the determinate universe. I was like, yeah, like, you know, you think that, like, my projection of your thought was, like, you think, like, somewhere there's order. And mm. somewhere there's, like, a, a rule. And mm. if I can just sort of, like, work out what the system is, like, if it's well, astrology think, yeah, or yeah. unraveling myself, then I'll work it out. Like, yeah. I think that is what I do. Yeah. It's like that. That's why I've read so many self-help books. Yeah. So they can fucking tell me who I am. Mm. Right? But then is that But you're trauma? just you. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I just, I don't know. It just doesn't feel that simple. Yeah. Um... So, yeah. can I pose a question? Why can't it be that simple? Like, why do you have to question things? I think it's... To me, I think that's the nature of humanity. Is questioning things. Like, it's what differentiates us from everything else. Is <clears> that we go, like, why? Why this? Why Why everything? So, why, why does an, one ant carry a leaf and the next ant carries a leaf? Or... You know, why can't we just exist? I why think... why have humans become so why based? I think it's for me personally. I think it's because, and for the same reason that I worked for Groundswell, and for the same reason I'm going to be a social worker, is because um, I think we actually have so many choices in life, and 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 what's the word? Like so. So, like, when I was having Max and we were in hospital, we did all the hospital things and blah, blah, blah. And then I found out afterwards that I didn't actually have to do any of the things that they said, but I just did them because... Someone told you. Because someone told... Like, a doctor mm. told me that they had to exam, examine me and if I was five centimetres, that meant I should go home. And, like, all those things, like, I didn't realise that I was allowed to say, actually, no, I don't want mm. you to do that. Or I don't... And so, for me, yeah, I feel like it, it's almost like a everybody has a choice thing and like we're able to maybe that's more of an individualistic thing but I also think it's less individualistic because it's like we're not just following the rules of life or the medical system or whatever it is I don't, so I'm not sure that even so made any sense that's circled back to uh, you know we move from hunter-gatherers into these cultures and communities where there were structures and then they became professions mm-hmm. instead of just existing look at dinosaurs they ate freaking trees or other beings and they just Don't say dinosaurs too loud it'll come out they, they <laughs> just they just lived but yeah but humans as a whole we're always going oh i'm gonna question this i'm gonna ask why to that instead of just going there's a nice berry. I'm but not going to eat that. Or there's a pig. I think that's <gasps> what Meeks was saying is like, but that is the human experience is to fucking question everything. And that's why we look to the stars and we want to know mm. our astrology and all of that stuff. What happened in the evolution though that changed us to to do that? 
Maybe we it was ate mushrooms. There. <laughs> there, there is a theory that says that that yeah. it, that we were like just following around sort of cow, cows and what picked some mushrooms out of that and like. You mentioned like being the first person, like the ancestor. Basically. Oh, that one was poison because he's like on yeah, the ground. But because it's like fungi are like they they could tell if this thing has survived through the intestines of another animal, it must be safe to eat. So they start eating stuff out of other animals' poops. And then the fact, there's like this whole, whole like psychonautic road that we can go down. But um, yeah, so like one person ate like some psychedelic mushrooms and that like, and they've like done these like MRIs of people on shrooms that shows like that the neurological pathways are like way increased when you have mm. shrooms. And so that's a theory of how we started having these more complex thoughts was that someone ate that and it happens to interact with our psychology in a way that stimulates neurological path generation. Do you think that m maybe, I know none of us technically know if we're neurodiverse, but um, do you think maybe the fact that like maybe even if we think about it from a neurodiverse point of view, like what if Meigs and I are neurodiverse? So it's not possible for us to think on that small scale of like, oh, we exist, mm. right? Mm. Because you, you, it's just something that, I don't know, It's it, this is the reason I, you know, like when you said earlier, like just don't overthink it. I'm like, oh yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> easily done. Yeah. So easily done. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. It's like and like everything when people are like, well, don't be anxious about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah don't okay, it's gone. Well, like, ang like anxiety, it's a muscle. You, if you learn how to manage your anxiety, the more and more you go, it's okay, it's okay, it's just a plane flying over. It's not a big deal. I'm not on the plane. I don't have to fly anytime soon. It's okay. You strengthen your anxiety muscle. He would, the guy at the clinic would put you into an anxiety attack just for you to get yourself back out of it mm. by spinning your chair around and yelling at you. Using that muscle <laughs> helps Holy you get out of an anxiety attack because you know that it passes. Yeah. It will pass like yeah. everything. So, and you can separate the physiological. Uh, elements of a panic attack from the actual panic attack. So choosing yeah. happiness... And, and know that the panic attack doesn't hurt you. It's almost a choice. Ooh, it is I almost something that you can go, I'm going to take the simplest path here and go, it will be okay. Mm. I, I think don't that have it's to overthink easy... this, therefore... I am. Tomorrow, tomorrow will be alright. <laughs> you know, like, no, but is... I think... But we can't... We can't make it so basic like I, I think that sometimes you it's can like do depression that why can't well. you yeah, like, no because I don't because, what about like depressed because what if it is fucking neurodiversity happy. like what, you can't just We're go oh, this is the oh, same thing. oh do you know what oh my autism will just decide not to come on today or like yeah. whatever like it's just I but don't I think, think even, it's so simple no, there's, com there's even, complexities but you're we're getting off track I, I think, think going anyway, to, to values you, yeah. you can just instead of looking outside the world you can just look internally and go, what do I feel? I think ironically, like, you and I, Jay, even though we're, like, really well, really perfect together, like, you're equating my, um, you know, flexibility with values as being unhappiness, when all I'm trying to say is, like, I don't want to be pinned down to these set of rules 
that I go, these are the things in my life because I want to constantly be evaluating what I'm thinking and I want them to change nearly daily. Like today, these are my values. Like today, That's fine. Like, like tomorrow, I'm going I'm out. I'm saying I said. No, I know, but I, I feel like because I'm saying like these sort of things, you're like, well, you should just be happy. But I'm not unhappy in my ambiguity about values. Mm. Like I, I'm not, that is, I know there's a lot of things that make me unhappy, but this is not one of them. This makes me excited. Like talking about the expanse of the cosmos and are we a determinate and indeterminate universe? What's the nature of reality? These things like, they get my mind going. They make me really happy to talk about. Like I don't feel upset when I'm talking about them and they like, it's like the opposite of like most. Well, that's really cool. So, so yeah. So I think it's like a, a yeah, like a thing that you're like you think like it's making me unhappy or it would make you unhappy, but to me it's exciting. Yeah, it does make me unhappy, and I find it interesting, but it's irrelevant to my existence mm -hmm. on Earth. But <laughs> well, we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To my path, the fact that it's determinant or indeterminate, I'll never know that. Mm. Therefore, mm. it doesn't fucking matter to me. Mm. Right. Whether somebody, whether somebody knows that I'm going to wake up as a brain in a jar and the devil's projecting the whole thing, or whether somebody knows that we go to heaven or we go to hell or that we go to nothing in the dirt, that does not change my life. But don't you think it's Therefore, fun to talk about? Yeah, that's why I'm talking about it. <laughs> I just feel like you're getting a Jara. I just feel like you're getting a Jara's bit of getting offended. Jara's getting offended. <laughs> Jara, you've been so quiet and not talking about it. Yeah. It, does, it doesn't matter either way to me. So I may as well enjoy the time that I have. But that's why, what Meigs is saying. If is I that... go down that, whoa, 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 what about this, 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 it's like, well, are my choices important? Yeah. Is any of this yeah, important? Yeah, yeah. And you're like, well, what is the fucking point of getting yeah. up in the morning? I also Whereas think it's coffee. A... Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what you end up with, and then it becomes <laughs> a simple choice, and you come back to simplicity. Simplicity yeah. is basically the motivation for life. You go too complicated for you. Well, what's the fucking for point? You. For you. Yeah. Well, that's it. Like we're all different, and we all have different outlooks on it all. So, I went. I wonder too if it's a little bit like. Part of the reason that I think the way I think is because in my past there's been like, because I've changed in the way that I think because of whatever, like because I've gotten knowledge and like realised that that's racism or that's homophobia and that's mm. fucking ableism and I shouldn't say those things. I also wonder if there's like a a part of the way that I think this way is because I don't want to make those same mistakes again. So mm. it's like almost like I'm trying to prepare myself for those things. Yeah. So that's just living yeah. and experiencing life and you're learning from them and your values are evolving. Yeah. But I, I also, it just, it makes me think about um, my covert narcissism. Just quite yeah. to the altruism. Like, like, are we just talking shit? Like, and this is our way to be like, well... Don't you all think we're smart? Like, yeah. it's like, you know, like, is that just yeah, for sure. part of it? Yeah, absolutely. Is that where it's coming from? No, I think, or is yeah, that, I, no I think it's about talking about experiences and we're all living our own lives. But what would we know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Please remember to follow and leave us a review. <laughs>